Podcasting live from better. This is the Playbook Podcast providing you with tips, hacks, and game plans to take your business further, faster. Hear from top leaders in our growing community and gain mind-blowing inspiration and tools to optimize your business, drive growth, and promote pursuing better. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Playbook Podcast. Keep proving it every single day. Hi, everyone. My name is Mandy Mitchell, and I have been drinking and sharing ketones for close to four years now. It's been a really incredible journey, a really fun ride. And my story really kind of started in a very interesting way. Uh, I actually had no idea that ketones existed. I didn't know you could drink ketones. The thought would have never crossed my mind. I was doing a ketogenic diet or trying to, I uh, wasn't having very much success with it. Um, but my actual uh, focus at that time in my life was that I was was looking for a business opportunity. I was looking for something to financially change my life. I was in a position at that time where um, I had been a stay-at-home mom for a little while and financially that just wasn't cutting it anymore. So I was doing all sorts of crazy things online, like looking for new ways to create income from home uh, and also in nooks and crannies of my day, researching things about the ketogenic diet. So, you know, the magic of the internet just kind of poof, put prove it in front of me like, hey lady, you're looking for this and you're looking for this. And I don't know if you know this, but those two things actually go together. Um, so I was, I was pretty shocked when I saw prove it as the company. I was pretty shocked when I saw prove it you know, with ketones as the product. Uh, and quite frankly, I was pretty skeptical. I was pretty skeptical. I was skeptical of um, the business, if I'm being honest, because I had tried and failed, tried and failed, tried and failed at things like this before. At the same time, I was very intrigued and very curious because I had seen people have massive success in this industry before. And I certainly wasn't satisfied with where I was. And I knew I had more in me than I was currently giving. So I was like, man, this was presented to me. This was given to me for a reason. I should probably look into this. At the same time, holy crap, I can drink a product and it'll put me into ketosis in 60 minutes or less. This will solve all of my problems. Uh, so I really, really kind of just stalked our company. I stalked Prove It. I watched everything on our Facebook page. I called into calls without people knowing that I was on there. I messaged uh, our Prove It Facebook page multiple times saying, how do I find out more about this? Can you connect me with somebody? Um, and then ultimately reached out to someone who had been participating heavily on the Facebook, on the Prove It Facebook page and said, I got to try this. I got to try this. So that's really how I was introduced. No one knocked on my door or called me up or sent me a text message and said, Hey, you should check this out. Um, and as cliche as it might sound, I really just genuinely believe it was divine intervention. It was, this is what you need. This is where you belong. This is who you're supposed to be. Um, you know, I was, I was looking for prove it. I just didn't know it at the time. So I think. Brian 
you know, he's been an incredible mentor to me. And I, I have heard him say that multiple times, you know, um, <laughs> it is only temporary, you know, you have to be able to continually get up and inspire yourself, motivate yourself every single day. And, you know, I've had moments where that's been challenging. I've had days where I just don't 100% know where it's going to come from. But ultimately, at the end of the day, like, I think about what would my children think if they heard those thoughts in my head that come out sometimes that say, I can't do this. I mean, let's face it, we're all human and you would be abnormal if you didn't have doubts on occasion. So, you know, I've heard lots of people say, you know, always believe in yourself, never doubt yourself. But I mean, quite frankly, I just think it's normal. It's normal to have doubt at some times. It's normal to think to yourself, can I really do what it is I have set out to do or that I want to do? So when I get into those moments, you know, it's just, what if I said that out loud? What if my children heard me say that? What if I heard my children saying that about themselves? I would literally freak out. I would probably rip them a new one, right? So why do I allow myself to say those things? And for me, that's what can kind of just turn my mindset around. That's what can make me go, listen, I'm here to do more than the average person. I'm here to do more than just impact my family financially. I'm here to do more than help other people impact their families financially. I want to create generational wealth for my children and their children and their children, not just pennies in the bank, dollars in the bank, but like generational wealth as far as their mindset is concerned, as far as their belief in themselves are concerned or is concerned. So whenever I have a day where I'm like, I just don't know, I just don't know, or this is hard because sometimes it is hard. That's the first place my brain, I like force my brain to go there. What if my daughter heard me say that out loud? That would not be the example I would want to set for her. So, you know, I think about that for myself and that's, a message I share quite frequently with my team, you know, our team is really filled with a lot of moms, Um, a lot of moms, a lot of dads, a lot of people who are raising children or grandchildren. And, you know, that resonates with a lot of people. And, and I think it resonates with people in general, even if they aren't raising children, right? What would you do if someone else heard you say that out loud? You know, so that's kind of, that's kind of how I keep, how I keep things going. Yeah. So first of all, 100% teachers do great here. (laughs) I am a firm believer in that for lots of reasons. Um, You know, I think people are definitely called to teach. I think people are called to educate. I think people are called to lift up other people and help them grow. And teachers are probably among the largest population of those people. Um, I also think it takes a lot of concern and uh, compassion for other people when you're helping someone become the best version of themselves, right? You, you can't do that haphazardly. You have to do that with passion and concern and heart. So again, I think, you know, teachers are just a great group of people um, who can have massive success in, in, our, in our community. Um, But as far as how being a teacher has helped me lead a team or even just grow a business, you know, for me, it's really simple. When I had a classroom, I couldn't just show up in the morning and manage everybody's academic needs. 
I couldn't just show up in the morning and go, okay, what is it that you need to learn today? I couldn't just show up in the morning ill-prepared, right? I had lesson plans that I had planned for myself and I had taken that time every single day to get ready for my day. So I took care of me and what I needed so that I could be an effective educator. Uh, I took care of my list first. And so when I'm working with our team, I take care of my list first, right? And I think that's probably one of the biggest things, especially as you're growing a team inside of this business. Um, And I've been there, done that, right? So this is actually something I had to remind myself of through the process. You know, you kind of go, well, I want my hands on everything. I want to be a part of everything. I don't want this new person inside of my team to... um, you know, be grateful for all the people who supported her and not list my name on the list, right? Like sometimes I had mental moments like that where I was just like, if I'm not touching every single person, am I really being an effective leader? But, you know, Brian always says this too, you can't lead people if you can't lead yourself, right? And he probably doesn't use those exact words, but that's the message that I get from it. And that's kind of where I was as a teacher and what I've implemented inside of my business. I couldn't teach those kiddos. I couldn't mentor other teachers because at some point in my career, that's what I was doing as well. I couldn't mentor other teachers if I wasn't taking care of everything that I needed to take care of for me first before so that I could be successful that day. And that's how I look at it inside of my business. I dedicate a significant amount of time every single morning to what I need so that I can feel successful, what I need so that I can work my business and support my customers and reach new people for me. And then I can be a support to other people. And that's probably been the biggest, the biggest switch, the biggest flip, the biggest aha that I've had as far as what it looks like for me to be a successful leader. And and maybe that's not going to work for everyone, but that's what works for me. Uh, And it's the, probably the biggest piece of advice I've, given or handed over to a suggestion that I've handed over uh, to the other people that are stepping up into leadership in our team as well. If I could just make a list of things that you make sure you do every single day in your business, whether you're brand new or you're start and you're just starting out, or you've been here for a little while and you're growing a team, uh, for me, it's just consistency. Once you find out, and I know that sounds generic and people may hear it all the time, but there's power in that word. You know, it, it, doesn't always matter exactly what you do. It's do it every single day. And I'll give you a really good example of that. A good friend and business partner of mine here, Nick Martinez, he and I are not on the same uh, team necessarily. We don't benefit from each other financially in any one particular way, other than the fact that uh, we all benefit when everyone's winning here at Prove It, right? Um, But he's a a really good friend and has shared lots of business and advice with me. And I asked him a question uh, about the success of his Facebook page. And he was like, well, sure, Mandy, I'll tell you exactly what I do every day. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe this guy's going to give me his secret. He does so great on that platform. This is going to be amazing. And I got out my pen and I got out my paper and I wrote it down and I was like, 
uh, I don't want to do that every day, you know, like I, and I gave it a good old college try, but it just, it didn't excite me. It didn't light me up and it doesn't, didn't matter how much success he was having with it. It didn't matter that he had a story that said, I did this for 18 months and got my very first customer and it's blown up since then. That wasn't what lit my soul on fire. That wasn't what made me excited to get up and do what I needed to do every single day. But once I found the things in my business that brought me joy, and that's the real key here. That's something that Brian has said to me multiple, multiple, multiple times. If you cannot find the joy, it's going to be pretty hard to find massive success, right? So like once I figured out what are the things that I actually enjoy doing every single day, what about my business? What about my activities bring me joy? And I do that every single day no questions asked, doesn't matter where I am or what's going on in my life, I'm going to do A, B, and C. Now, I might do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, but no matter what, every single day, I'm doing A, B, C. And it's that consistency grounded in joy that will bring you the most success. So while some people may hear that and go, okay, yeah, consistency, you know, show up every single day in some way for your business, for sure. But figure out those things that you get the most excited about. If the thing you're most excited about is messaging the last five customers who ordered from you to see how they're feeling today, then that should be something you do every single day without fail. If your very favorite thing is providing value on one of your favorite social media networks or platforms, then great. Then you should get up and do that every single day, no matter what. If one of the things that brings you joy is heading out into the real world, which is what I call it when you're not online, heading out into the real world and starting three new conversations with people before you come back home, then that's something you should do every single day in your business. So it might not necessarily matter what it is you do because who you are and how you share this is going to look very different than who I am and how I share this. But it's just committing to it. The time is going to pass anyway, right? Now, five years from now, those five years are going to go by. So why not just dedicate at least a portion of every single day to one to three things that bring you absolute joy about this? Because if you are joyful about it and you have a great experience, you're not going to stop doing it. You know, when I tried to do Nick's plan, that didn't last very long. The minute something could interrupt it, it interrupted it. The minute I had an excuse to not do it, I didn't do it because it didn't excite me. I didn't love it. I wasn't happy when I was doing it. So what works for him does not work for me. But the similarities between us is that he's consistent with what he does every single day. And I am consistent with what I do every single day. So we're both seeing massive success. We're not doing anything even remotely similar. I think the best way to lead people to practice business with a sense of joy is to do it yourself. And I'm not really a hundred percent sure how to explain that other than to say like, I don't sign up for stuff that doesn't bring me joy. I'm My team isn't going to see me doing things that I absolutely hate doing just because I'm supposed to do it. That's number one. Number two, you know, something I learned and maybe didn't even understand at first from Brian, 
uh, is that our priorities are really never in conflict. And I didn't really get that at first when I first um, became a part of this community and started working with Brian. I didn't necessarily understand what that meant. Um, but now I really do, you know, when I guess in order to make sure I am explain why I understand that and why I use that as a tool of my team is, is if I tell a little bit of a story. So, um, there was a part of my business where things were not going the way I wanted it to go. And the harder I held on, the tighter I squeezed it. I don't know if anyone listening has ever done this, but when I was younger, I would go to the beach with my family and my brothers and I would build those sandcastles that just kind of look like stalagmites or stalactites. And you would get a bucket full of wet sand and you would squeeze the sand out of your hands and it would just make this like clumpy pile and you could just pile the sand on top of itself and it would make you know, stalagmites or stalactites. I wasn't good in science, so I don't know which one comes from the ground, but that's what it was. And the harder you squeeze that sap, that sand out of your hand, you know, the thinner it would get and the more it would drip out and you could complete your castle faster. So, you know, I, there was a part of my business where when things weren't going the way I wanted it to go, I was squeezing onto it so hard. I was just latched onto it so hard. And the harder I squeezed, the more I felt like it was out of my control, the more I felt like I was losing it, which I wasn't, but that's where my mindset was. And in those moments, I really was challenged to find joy. And, you know, when I come across somebody inside of my organization, somebody that I'm working with who is going down that path for whatever reason, sometimes they're, they are, you know, experiencing massive success and they still can't find the joy in it. Right. Maybe they, you know, they're getting what they prayed for, but maybe they didn't realize how much work it was or whatever the case may be. Whenever I'm talking to somebody and I sense that they're losing their joy, I often recognize pretty quickly that they're doing that same thing that I used to do with those sandcastles. They're doing that same thing that I was doing with my business at that point where you're just grasped onto it for for all the wrong reasons, right? You're just so afraid it's going to slip through your fingers that you're squeezing it so tight, you're actually making it happen. And when you can sit down and make a list of, you know, why did you start this to begin with? You know, I didn't start this to make seven figures a year. I started it because I needed to be able to pay my bills, right? I just needed to make $2,000 a month. I didn't start this for, you know, massive financial success. I'm grateful for that. That's not why I started it. I started it because I wanted to show my kiddos that you weren't capped, that there was greater potential out there for you if you felt like you had more in you. You know, I started this for so many other reasons and it wasn't to be stressed out. It wasn't to be worried. It wasn't to be gripping on to something so tight that I was losing it. So when I find someone who doesn't, you know, who doesn't seem like they're joyful anymore, we just have to go back to those things. Like I said earlier, you know, we just have to go back to those things. Well, what do you love about this? What does make you excited? What does make you happy? Um, you know, why are you doing this? I wanted to spend more time with my kids. I needed to spend more time with my kids. Both of my children really wouldn't, 
have had a challenging last couple of years if they didn't have at least one parent home with them. I wanted to be able to bring my husband home so he could be active in their lives, something that they needed so desperately at that time. I wanted to create memories with my children that I hadn't been able to create for the years prior because my husband and I were two ships passing in the night and we were never together as a family. So to be able to show my team, you know, hey, I'm not signing up for things that don't make me happy. I'm not doing things just to do them. I'm finding the things that bring me joy and that's what I'm focused on. And I'm doing it with my family. I'm doing it as I mom. I'm doing it as I wife. It doesn't have to be separate. You don't have to choose in the middle of your day. Am I momming or am I working? Am I wifing or am I working? Right? You can be all of those things at once. So, you know, again, it just goes back to you can't really lead other people if you're not leading yourself. So I really had to find that inside of me. I had to say, I got to get to a place where I was when I first started, when I did all of it simultaneously, right? And once I was able to get back to that, all that joy about my business came back into me. And I, I hope that that's trickling into the people that I work with on a regular basis inside of our community. I think that it is, uh, but that's my ultimate hope. Thanks for listening to Prove It's Playbook podcast. If you enjoy better and want to learn more about championing the ketone conversation, join us next week for more tips, hacks, and game plans. We're putting you in, coach.